Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by the Army Tank with a Ferrari engine, Nick Davy. Good evening. Apparently that was Bray Wyatt's nickname in NXT when he was, well, when he was Husky Harris. I don't remember. Oh, a little bit before my time. <laughs> Huskus. Huskus Pig. Huskus the Pig. Yeah. Huskus the Pig Boy. <laughs> and free That's time. I'm going at the moment. <laughs> free time wrestling over Oliver Newman. Hello. How you doing, Stephen, lads? Yeah, good, good, good. Yourself? I'm good, yeah. Just waiting on the selection to see... <laughs> yeah, right. We're, we're a non-politic show. Yeah. yeah just give me Unless a date. Give me a date. I can plan my life. I've not been able to plan anything for months. Usually, <laughs> <So, laughs> I've got interviews for weeks in advance, but I can't plan week to week. So, so. good luck with your Christmas shopping, buddy. Yeah. Right, yeah. Wait, <laughs> All right. So we've got a few bits of news before we get into. No. <laughs> Before we discuss our modern day Dungeons and Dooms. So, I think one place we can really start the biggest news of the week. So, Jordan Miles has criticised his employer's WWE as racist after a company designed a t shirt that invoked racist stereotypes. Um, Miles tweeted Sunday that his shirt, which has big red lips and bright white teeth uh, on a black background, uh, recalls racist imagery. And is a slap in the face of every black American, no, every African American performer, fan, and supporter. So, and then he went on later in the evening. He went, "I will keep posting this till my voice is heard. I'm not sorry for anything I say or do. Representation is important." And tagged President Manans Triple H, saying, "This is your version of me. It's a slap in the face to every African American performer, fan, and supporter." And then later on Sunday. Uh, WWE released a statement regarding the design saying that um, Jordan Miles approved this t-shirt for sale. Um, he said, as as uh, sorry. <coughs> as always, we work collaboratively with all, of, all our performers to develop logos and merchandise designs and get their input and approval before processing. Um, this is the same process with Albert, who's uh, Jordan Miles' real name. And we respond swiftly once he has requested that the logo be redesigned. No shirts were sold. So, and then later again, um, Jordan Miles released a, vi- a Twitter video, which he later deleted, saying WWE doesn't care about black people for show- show- giving them the finger. So, and then Jordan Miles brought up WWE's c- continued employment of Hulk Hogan, who they rehired in July. 18 three years after he was fired for using repeated word, repeated use of the N word in a, on tape. So yeah, that's just a quick recap. <laughs> so. No, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the latest update is he's apologised on Instagram for uh, unprofessional tweets yesterday, mm-hmm. but still stands by what he said. I mean, it's a, it's obviously not a nice situation for anyone for both parties, really. Um, I mean, it's obviously. I think obviously with this situation, in any race situation, I think it's. I think he has to look that there's WW. I think has always been fantastic with uh, the ethnic minorities they do have in the company. Um, obviously, you only have to look at the fantastic success of Kofi Kingston this year. Um, Obviously, some of his comments you could say are a bit far fetched, um, and I feel like yeah, when a superstar he did cross the border, have been a bit unprofessional. However, on that token, obviously we've seen in the news and obviously a lot, of, especially in football, you really want you really want people to stand up against racism in a workplace or uh, in, in any in any in any way of life, a public place. So great that he's standing up for what he believes in, 
but I think it's nice that he has apologised on Instagram because I think he did cross the bridge of being a bit unprofessional and something that could just be done sort of sorted out behind closed doors. I've got the tweet if you want me to... to, to... Yeah, yeah, it just, just, just says my tweets yesterday were completely disrespectful and were unprofessional. And then he talks about it in more detail. Um, I think the telling thing with, with this was the email that was released on his Twitter. Yes. When he asked for the shirt to be grey. Um, well, so apparently when he saw the logo, it was against the white background. So when he, when he apparently approved it. So yeah. So I think if, if the shirt had been grey, um, I, d- I don't know if he would have, he would have uh, not liked it kind of thing. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's it's obviously a difficult one when he, you know, he's bringing in other people into the conversation, i.e., uh, Jay Lethal and stuff. Um, and Uncle Tom. He j- he, he, he just got angry and and you know and directed it in different ways and that's probably the the worst thing about it i mean i, I read something online today that said if he was fired by wwe people uh companies were going to work with him but when he said that about jay lethal they they took the the, the option off the table so mm. he would have been in real trouble had he been fired by wwe um you know, uh, after this had taken place. But, um, yeah, and it, it, he's explained on his Instagram and stuff that some of the anger's misdirected. So, um, hopefully that, you know, clears that side a bit up and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I just wonder if the t-shirt was a different color, if he, if he, um, it, it would have come out. Cause I saw the, saw the tweet and I was like, well, what's this about? And then, He's tagged Vince McMahon and he's tagged Triple H, and I'm like, wow. Um, but, you know, yeah, you stand up what you believe in and you're trying of, to go from there, really. Yeah, it seems to have been a bit miscommunication because the guy who sent me email said that Triple H wanted to approve it, but Triple H was the impression that Miles actually approved it when he said he never approved it. He had always had concerns with it. It just seems a bit, from my end, I mean, I haven't followed this too closely. Uh, it does just seem like it is a little miscommunication. And whether I, I live in a fancy world, but just something that could easily just be sorted out behind closed doors. Uh, just behind closed doors. Yeah, and I'm sure the, the t-shirt quickly. design didn't go into it, going, I'm going to make a racist t-shirt. No, exactly. No, I don't, that just wouldn't happen. But the thing is with this, though, if he's been told it's a grey t-shirt and it's black, and they've lied to him, haven't they? That's, that was one of the things that he was angry about. He wanted a grey t-shirt, according to a, a tweet that was sent out. And not, not to play sort of um, devil's advocate, if you will, here, but he's an NXT superstar. Does he really have the power to demand a coloured t-shirt? Uh, I don't know how it works, sort of thing, these days. But I think, I think uh, you could just, I think they just come in a range of colours. You could have white, black, grey. The customer can pick what colour t-shirt to get. I mean, I, I don't even know like superstars on the main roster, like even just your, your Seth, Ro- Seth, your Seth, your Roman Reigns. I, I didn't even know they had a much say in, in them sort of merch. Of obviously, when you're in the indie scene, obviously you create it yourself. But I thought when you get to WWE, it's one of those ones where they must have a, a team that sort of specialises in making the merch sort of thing. So I thought even I didn't even think superstars really in WWE really had much of a say, and it's one that they it's all part of the part part of the privilege of being in WWE that it's almost taking care of for yourself sort of mm. thing. Obviously if someone's gonna make an absolute horrendous t shirt then the superstar may sort of step in. But <laughs> uh, that's just uh, I don't know if, I don't know if it's just me being a bit uh, a bit a bit naive and a bit stupid, but I always just thought uh, I generally do think that when they do get to the big WWE sort of scene that it's mainly done sort of from the creators, so to speak. See, the, the best thing about it was, uh, you know, the T-shirt that they then released by, uh, for Becky Lynch. that said, I don't care about your stupid feelings. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a great T-shirt to release. <laughs> you've done this. I so, did see that one. <coughs> she came out. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, no, uh, you know, more power to him standing up for what he believes in. Uh, you know, you, you lied to, you 
you know, you call you call people out. The the only problem is, you know, um, the the misdirected anger at certain people could burn bridges elsewhere if he's, you know, released from WWE, like you said, uh, off off air, Chris. Um, how are they going to kind of deal with this? Uh, if they, you know, if they give him a push, then it's it's because of this. If they if they try to bury him, it's because of this. If they fire him, it, there wasn't. There's no option that that's going to make anyone look good. No. So, um, yeah, you know, he said about this. Lots of people supported him. He lost some support for what he said about other people. And you know, he's called it out. And I guess now it's just on to to just go out, go out into the ring and just prove he's the best. Which is how he ended the Instagram post. Yeah, oh, it's, it's just one of those ones you just want to get nipped in the bud as quickly as possible, don't you? And for him to continue being a, a great superstar, and uh, and obviously just for to have no more, obviously, this sort of incidents like this again, really. Yeah, they could do some, something similar as like they did with um, Leo Rush, where they just take more tally for a bit. Everyone, That's let, let, let was, all die yeah. down, and then come back and win the title. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. Leo Rush is a great example of where it gets a bit toxic at times, and then it's one of those ones having a breather. Even you could even argue, in a, to, to an extent, Sasha Banks. I know she hasn't had the the great return of sort of Leo Rush has had in NXT in terms of a sort of a push. Um, but it, I think it's one of those ones where it's a case of if you have a breather, a bit of time off, let the dust settle, and then. And obviously get back to doing what you're, you're best at. She really should have had the same kind of, um, you know, return as Leah Rush, in all honesty. <laughs> matches, no, the matches with Becky have been outstanding and it was time to, to move the championship, in my opinion. I thought the, the Hell in the Cell match was, was incredible and it just, it just needed the change, uh, you know, to, uh, to light the uh, the women's division up again, really. Yeah, cool. And um, according to Brad Shepard, um, Edge is back in training for a, a return at WrestleMania. So. Yowie, wowie! <laughs> so according to a source um, in WWE, Edge is in training for an in-ring return, not a full-time return. They want to make that pretty clear. Time frame isn't yeah. certain, but it's believed to be possible be in time for WrestleMania. I've been told the WWE, WWE medical staff are keeping a close eye on him. So, um, Edge's last match was in 2011, uh, after WrestleMania 27, where he defeated Alberto de Rio, and then we had that, risk, that really emotional speech the day after when he had to retire. Um, his last appearance was when he speared Elias at SummerSlam. So. I remember he had that spear on Elias at SummerSlam that a lot of people were talking, saying, oh, he hasn't done a spear for, a, well, since... Since WrestleMania, I guess. I don't think he's had any physical contact with him no, since he, no. since he returned. Sorry? No, he hasn't. No. no. no so, um, I think since, since that, there was a lot of people talking, saying, oh, hang on, uh, that spear, he moved his neck quite sort of suddenly. It wasn't even just like a sort of a soft spear. It was quite a good spot, wasn't it, in a way? Um, so, I, I know a lot of people were um, talking after that that he might be coming out. I did see him tweet not so long ago, as I was saying, um, it's it's pretty much bullshit, basically, what he's, he did tweet a few, um, I think it was about last month, but, um, but no, how good would it be to see Edge back? I mean, I was out in a Newcastle in a, in a club last month and um, his, his theme tune song came on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it just got me thinking, oh my God, I miss this guy, I miss the theme tune, I miss everything about Edge. Um, it would just be great. He's one superstar that's just missed dearly. Retired way too soon. So many, so much, so many more matches you could have had in the future. Um, and I, I would absolutely love it. Obviously, it'd be one of those ones though where if you are watching a match, you're not going to enjoy it. Are you going to be so scared that any spot that he hits his neck that you're going to be, oh, no, 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 no. It's like when da- Daniel Bryan's first couple of matches back, you're like, oh, yeah, please don't, yeah, don't exactly. powerbomb him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, said, we said that about Daniel Bryan and uh, that's kind of gone away, so. Yeah. Don't I speak for yourself whenever Brian's in a match and he still goes down holding his neck I'm still I'm still fearing the, the worst but um, it, it, it would be it would be fantastic I did see some fans trying to say oh come on we must be able to have one more one final TLC match with Legend Christian the Hardys and the Dudleys can they pull it off 
Christian it would have a Saudi. It would have a Saudi feel, wouldn't it? That that that, that they would probably oh, fall out Saudi, wouldn't they? Yeah, it, Christians said he's too injured to come. Yeah, I did see that. Apparently, he's actually the worst one out of all, of all six of them. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> wow. So they could, I don't know, bring Ryan back, and he could be his <laughs> partner. <laughs> I am Miles Cameron, and if you want to be miles better. Listen to the Broken But Glorious podcast now. So it's the time for Prats from Pro Wrestling. Who wants to go first? I'll jump at once. Go on, <laughs> go on. To quote Eddie Hearn, oh, go on. Um, Twitter reference. Um, so I will um, go, funny enough, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to go for a tag team match, um, So, uh, which always happens. Uh, I'm going for AEW this week. Um, fantastic tag team match between Private House Party, almost said Lucha House Party then, <laughs> and, um, and, and the Lucha Bros. <laughs> it oh, was, great um, yeah, so the Private Party and Lucha Bros. Uh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic tag team match. Um, it's really had one of I mean, there was obviously high stakes on the line. It just had the feel though. I mean, this was a, this obviously a, this is obviously a televised show. This had the feel of like if this was on sort of a, a tag team match, sort of main, almost main events in the pay per view, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel sort of disheartened, would you? It was that good. Um, there's been a lot of great tag team wrestling at the moment. I think on all on all promotion on NXT and AEW. And um, as I say, it's really I always made it clear on the show that tag team wrestling is one of my favourite parts of wrestling and these four men just put an absolute clinic as I say very high paced Lucha Bros um, obviously we've seen time and time again still the show I mean their match at, um, all out against um, the Young Bucks was, was incredible and um, and Private Party I mean they, they're sort of ones that have really come up, come, come on leaps and bounds I feel throughout the year because uh, I think when they sort of um when obviously they announced that obviously the tag team division for AEW, they weren't really a tag team that jumped out. But um, as you say, we've seen them. I mean, every match they seem to improve on. And um, I think as well, they've got a lot of charisma, so they could be a, a real good tag team going forward in AEW. But um, but yeah, it was a, it was just a superb match. And um, again, uh, if you don't if you don't um, if you don't like tag team wrestling, then you, uh, I don't really know what's wrong with you. <laughs> who, do, who, you got, who do you think is going to win the championships? Is that this week? The final? Um, yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah. I um, it's Thursday night here in the UK or Friday morning. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, whenever the they kind of upload it. Or if um, you've got Fight Network. Oh, if you got Fight TV, sorry. Oh, tough one to call. Um, I was going to say the, the Lucha Bros, but they've been... Because they've been beaten up, SCU, I think, well, the best booking is the SCU to win. No, um, I think if you want to have a, it's a bit like Chris Jericho going in as, obviously, as, as the first champion, you want to have it as a big, sort of, one of your biggest star tag teams. So I think the Lucha Bros, I think they'll, they'll do it. Yeah. I, I'm surprised, though, I'd say Young Bucks would have been my. I think would have been the obvious choices. So um, we've obviously been. I've been surprised there. So who knows? But I, I think it'll be the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I think they just wanted to put them straight in, face in with LAX, didn't they? So. And I think it should have, have been private party before they lost the Lucha Bros. To be honest, well, Lisa, but that would have private party got a loss. That would have shook things up. But I, I kind of agree with you, Chris. I think you know they've they've attacked them. They've attacked them before the bell. They've injured Christopher Daniels, so I think SCU becomes the um, AEW Tag Team Champions. Mine is uh, Drew McIntyre against Ricochet from last week's Raw. Uh, when I saw this match announced, it was a, a King of the Ring qualifying, a King of the Ring uh, tournament match, sorry, rematch, and I was like, ah, oh, these two have wrestled before, and there's not really any fresh matchups on, on the TV and stuff. And then it, it was going at a, a really good pace and stuff. And it was like, wow, um, this is why they, they keep wrestling each other. It's just amazing. The only thing's missing, uh, the only thing missing, sorry, is a belt for them to wrestle for. So 
Um, yeah, this is the kind of feud that could be on a pay-per-view for years to come and you'll get your money's worth. Um, just a fantastic match that went through breaks and, you know, and then just when, you know, the, we need Drew McIntyre to win to look strong, he wins, but Ricochet doesn't lose anything. And it was just, uh, yeah, just the perfect, um, wrestling match, really. And I, I hope to see this again for the, you know, uh, the, the universal title of the WWE world title in, uh, in years to come because, um, I'm hoping that's where Drew McIntyre's heading and, um, you know, Frick, Ricochet can join him for the ride and we can get pay-per-view matches out of these two um, then yeah just sit back relax and enjoy the fun really I did have a lot of time on Raw before when uh, Rick Flair well, well I did have a clue what Rick Flair was even saying um, <laughs> but when he was um, when he was announcing who was going to come out the way he was describing the person that was about to come out, I don't think anyone would have thought it would be Drew McIntyre. <laughs> uh, when Drew McIntyre, he was making it out sound like it's someone who just loves like lim- what was it like limousine riding, drinking champagne, what have you. And it's talking about like a Scottish psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> sound like he was describing yeah, Andrade. Not, I thought. So. Yeah, I thought it'd be Triple H. You know, this Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan five on five was happening at the Survivor Series. Do you think there'd be as much controversy around it? No, I think all the controversy is because it's Hulk Hogan and it's in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, no, but if it was if it was Survivor Series and it was these five against these five, because obviously they've done um, team leaders before and stuff, mm. would it it would it would be okay, wouldn't it? As opposed to what we've kind of got coming up. Uh, I don't quite understand. Yeah. Okay, just cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just completely lost me. <laughs> that's what happens to stuff that I talk about that's off topic, so, you know, you cut it out. Right, so mine is two of the best up and coming British wrestlers. So I was at this match. It was the Wrestle Island Championship match at the Fallen Kingdom earlier this month. So it was Lucas Steele versus Warren Banks. So Steele is six foot six, he's two hundred and fifty pounds, pure muscle against the king of the kaiji, Warren Banks. So it's had a nearly a year build to this match where finally Banks gets the, his one-on-one title match. He's been in triple, uh, tri- a triple threat. It's been a fatal four-way. He just about... He was, la- he was la- the second to last out of the the Rumble. He just he was getting so close all year and he finally gets his one-on-one match. So it's just a proper two horses battling out for a brutal 20 minutes of a with a shocking ending, and the match is available on our website, the bbgwrestling.com, in the video section, if anyone wants to go watch it. So, well, I highly recommend it. It's your boy Hot Fire, and you're tuning in to Broken But Glorious. Alright, so it's time for the first round of A Question of Sports Entertainment. Oliver, you've gone last the last two weeks, so I'll let you go first this time. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> Well, you can go first and second. <laughs> okay, so I want you to name wrestlers who have won six percent of their matches in ECW. Sixty <laughs> percent of their matches so, in ECW. So the wrestlers must have had at least fifty matches, and they who won sixty percent of them. It's easier than you six think. zero sixty sixty six, yeah. zero yeah. So sixty percent plus won at least sixty percent of their matches. Okay. Rob Van Dam. Yes, he won 75% of his matches. He had 338 matches. <laughs> That's a lot of matches he won. Um, uh, he was the shortest of ECW. Rhino. Nope. Oh, <laughs> <shit> hell. <laughs> oh, well, with Swimmer and Rotors up. Supposed <laughs> to go down when Mark's not here, Nick. Oliver. <laughs> um. I'm hoping for this guy as opposed to anything else because he's one of my favourites. He's probably the the Bret Hart to Rob Van Dam, Shawn Michaels. The new effing show, Jerry Lynn? Nope. <laughs> um, can I say, what, what's the deal with tag teams? You have to just name one of the tag team partners. Um, um, okay, on that basis, I'll go for... 
Sandman. Nope. <laughs> uh, Raven. Yes, just 61% of his matches he won. Nice. He had 207 matches. I did like myself an even flow DDT on WCW vs. Nibiru yeah. Revenge. Um, Sabu. Yes, 74% of his matches. He had 350. Thanks for that one, Nick. Uh, human Suplex Machine, Taz. Yes, 79% of his. He had 321. Um... I don't think this is going to be right, but um, Tommy Dreamer? Yes, 64%. Oh. He had 485 matches and he won 64%. Of them. How many matches have they got out of Chris? At least 50. At least 50, okay. Because Fran- uh, Francine won like 80% of her matches, but she only had like 20%, 20 matches or something. So I include not Say that again, sorry. Hey, Francine won like 88% of her <laughs> matches, but she only had 20 matches. <laughs> so, so, I'm going to go with the guy that Heyman got uh, really behind and I'm just going to hope he's had the right amount of matches and won 60% just incredible no no wow from the list let's go Nick I'm trying to think he's gone and who hasn't gone um, oh um, oh dear some big names oh, on this list yeah I know um, would um I don't really know. Um, I'm trying to think who was WCW and who was ECW. <laughs> um, um, a couple of them were involved in the invasion. Uh, I'm just going to gamble and say um, Bubba Ray Dudley. No. <laughs> right, so the end of that round, it's 3 2. So you could have had Al Snow, Bam Bam, Bam, Bam Bigelow, Chili Willy. I don't know who that is. Chili Willy, yeah. Um, Johnny Grunge, you had Tanaka, you had Michael Awesome, New Jack, Perry Saturn, Sean, Shane Douglas, Super yeah, Crazy, Todd Petty, or Terry Funk? Ah, uh, Terry Funk, yeah. Al Snow, I should have gone for. There you go. Alright, so <laughs> after round one, it's 3 2 to Oliver. Hi, this is the Asian sensation Kanji, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Alright, so it's, it's Halloween week, so I thought it'd be fun if we created our own modern day versions of the Dungeon of Doom, Ministry of Darkness, that type of thing. So, do you want me to go first? Or do you... Yeah, can I go last on this one? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the, the leader of my faction is Chairman Ra- Ramu. Um, this character is from DDT Pro Wrestling. It's a, possessed, a yeah. demon-possessed little girl who has the supreme <laughs> choke-slamming powers. So... <laughs> Are we doing this like a draft, actually? Sorry to interrupt. Are we doing this like a draft, actually? So you're going to go first and take all the good guys? No, it's just, you can just do a version. That's if you do the same people. Oh, okay. It's just your version of the modern day Dungeon of Doom. So, my <coughs> my idea is for Ramu to... She can use her mind control powers to possess and control Seth Rollins, which she will use as a mouthpiece in her mission to destroy Roman Reigns. So the basic storyline is Roman is trying to save his best friend from the evil Sherman, and Ramu wants to destroy Reigns because she wants to live under the sea because she mistakenly thinks Reigns is Jason Momoa from Aquaman. <laughs> so Reigns has been electrocuted. <laughs> so I, um, also in my faction I'd have um, Sue Young because she can summon her army of the undead brides who can protect the Sherman. I was just thinking about her, Chris. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, so they can protect Ramu and swarm Roman whenever he gets near to her. And I'd also have Triple A's Lost Psycho Circus, so Monster Clown, Murder Clown, and Psycho Clown. And they are the heavies of the group. And I'd use them as like end of end of level bosses for Roman to get through to get to try and win his friend Seth's soul back. Yeah. So that's my my faction is Chairman Ramu, uh, possessed. Seth Rollins, Sue Young and her undead brides, and the um, Lost Psycho Circus. Very good. Oliver? So this is five members. Yes. At most. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't put in as much detail as you have, kind of <laughs> just with people. Um, okay. So I think the, the guy that's kind of running it all is Joker Sting. Um, you can see the tie-in with the 
the latest Joker film and stuff. Um, I'd my, my female will be Alexa Bliss because you know she kind of dresses up as like Harley Quinn sometimes. Um, tag team is Rowan and Harper and. Um, and just like a an unstoppable, uh, you know, monster kind of thing, who's kind of on a rampage, you know, would be on a rampage if he was working in the company at the moment, but mm-hmm. he's kind of in limbo. Uh, got a lot of time for Killer Cross. Yes, as White Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen his Lucha Underground stuff, but uh, no, we'll just go with Killer Cross putting a. You know, uh, he's on different wrestlers and stuff like he did when he first joined Impact last year. So, good team. Nick? Okay, for, for mine, the leader of the um, of the group is going to be um, a man who's uh, very violent, very scary when he's, uh, when he's off his nut, basically. Jimmy Havoc. Oh, yeah. Wow, I thought you were going to say Bray And he's going to uh, come down with the... His obviously weapon of choice will still be the axe. He's <laughs> sort of progress, but he's allowed to use the axe. Yes. So he will he will actually murder people. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, but uh, he's right next to me, Jimmy Havoc, right now with the axe. He's looking very angry. <laughs> no, I'm uh, so, yeah, Jimmy Havoc is the leader. Um, the female will have... Um, female, I'm gonna do, uh, I was just thinking it was now. I'm gonna change my mind. No, female will have, uh, will have Nikki Cross. Yeah. Well, it's not, not the Nikki Cross that she is at the moment, uh, with Smiley. She's not allowed to smile. She's the scary Nikki Cross who wants to come out and play. Yeah. Uh, but she actually gets to get locked in the, she has to get locked in a cage because when she's <laughs> dead out, she destroys all females. Yeah. Uh, only have a can control her. Was Nikki uh, Cross you? Both females that you were thinking about there, Nick. Oh, I'm going to name two females. No, because you said, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about this one, but I'm going to go with this one. And then I'm, oh, I'm, well, I'm, no, I was, I was thinking of Vicky Haskins, but oh, okay. I've changed my mind. Um, my tag team is going to be the Broken... <laughs> yeah, the, the Broken Hardys. Yes. Um, and they are very broken. It's not just uh, it, it, they are they're more broken than ever before. Um, Brother Nero so, is my favourite version of Jeff Hardy. So. Yeah, no, well, this Jeff Hardy is something you've never seen before. Um, <laughs> and I've got one more. What else have I got a name? You got one more if you want me. You can have up to five. So okay, up to five. Well, we haven't got much muscle in there, have we? So um, when uh, things are getting a bit. Scary. They need. They need to. They need a scary guy, don't they? Mm-hmm. So who can have? Who's going to come out and uh, and to the rescue? None other than the big red machine. <laughs> it's got to be Kane. And it's the Kane of um. It's the Kane. The scariest Kane is. You know when he untook his mask off in two thousand and two. Yes. Yeah, two thousand three. Sorry, two thousand three. Um. It's going to be, you know, at night when he actually took it off, it's going to be that face that he had, but he doesn't ever clean up. It's just going to be like that face for going forward. Cain and black makeup. <laughs> that was the scariest thing I've ever seen, I think, when I was a kid. I think I actually tried... To, I mean, I was watching it on VHS. And so, you know, I used to watch Raw and used to put, like, a little video into the uh, TV to record a Raw overnight. Yeah. Or it's just Saturday morning. I think I was so scared I tried to get rid of it. It was like in that home alone when he tries to come <laughs> off the... Um, when he tries to come off after the gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a stuck on cane in the TV throw, so I couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, said, I just, yeah, those were the days. So, um, just say with my uh, Luke Carper and, and Rowan, Eric Rowan, sorry, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers, I like them better than the characters I've got there, so they're more scary than Rowan and Harper, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they're nothing on the on the broken hardies. They'll throw them into the lake of what what's it called? The lake of reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> well that's where they get reincarnated into the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, they'll get reincarnated into um vegan loving Rowan. <laughs> so yeah, I've got this all got all the pay per view sorted out. <laughs> there, yeah, that's my um, that's my five. Oh, brilliant. Very good. So that was a fun chat. This is the professional. Nathan Cruz, and you are listening 
to Broken But Glorious Podcast because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Right, so it's the time for the final of the question of sports entertainment. So it is currently three two to Oliver. Yay! And I, yeah, um, I think this question probably favours Oliver a bit more than, as well. Chog. So. Well, I think the ECW one probably favoured me as well because I don't think Nick was born. <laughs> I was going to help on my answers. I was going for your generic ECW wrestlers, the ones I probably still can go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so, so in, in the year 2000, the WCW World Heavyweight Champion changed hands 24 times. So I just want you to name wrestlers who held the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in the year 2000. So, Nick, you, you can go first. Sir. I don't know if this was 2009 to 99, but I'm going to go for... Um, a man who uh, made me cheer, actually, and Mark Cowell on um, Dynamite last week, DDP. Yes, yes he did. It's me, it's me, it's DDP. <laughs> Oliver? I want to go with the five-time, 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 five-time WCW champion, Booker T. Yes, he won it three times, that yet. Um, I want to go for a man that was uh, badly treated in the Royal Rumble this year, Jeff Jarrett. Yes, he won it four times, that yeah. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Yes. Uh, um, shit, was he in WWCW still? Um, I'm going to go for... Um, yes, Sting. No. Fuck. Uh, Chris Benoit. Yes, he won it for a day and then joined WWE, didn't he? So. Yeah, he beat Sid. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, who are you going for now? you got to think at this point, Nick, I was watching Raw and then Nitro and Thunder back-to-back. With... Have, you just told, have you just told me someone who's won it then? Yes. No. Yes, Sid. Yes, he won it twice. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, Kevin Nash. Yes, he won it twice. Um, so your last go, Nick. Oh, oh bollocks, Jeremy. Um, that was a peak reference. Uh, Goldberg. No. Yeah. Right, so you've won, Oliver. Do you want to have your last go anyway? Yeah, I'll have a last go. Um, Vince Russo. Yes. So the fa- <laughs> thing is, though, that quiz doesn't mean anything, does it? Because it was just a spin-off, because Mark's still doing it next week. <laughs> So you could have had uh, Bret Hart. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go for him, Oliver. Uh, David Arquette or Ric Flair with the other three people. I was thinking David Arquette. Oh, Ric Flair, of course. I was thinking David Arquette, but I wouldn't have thought that was 1999 or 2000. Yeah, I thought David Arquette as well. But I remember Ready to Rumble come out in 1999, did it? So I thought it might be wrong answer. Right, so congratulations, Oliver. You've won 7-5. So. And you've won the pre-season yep. friendly. Well done. <laughs> you couldn't sound more like a loser if you tried, Nick. <laughs> no, I'm just saying well done for pre-season friendly. I mean, it's all about fitness and everything. So just getting, the, uh, getting the, the cobwebs off the boots. So, yeah, well done. Uh, I'll have a nice, obscure quiz for you the week after next. Yeah, well, you won't win it next week. But Mark's quiz is next week And then I'll do it in mine No, it'll be the winner of Mark's (laughs) This is just for fun This is just for fun (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so before we Do our BBG Big debate um, We have a partnership with Powerslump.tv Where you can get a month's free access to over 140 promotions in 20 different countries Contributing 6,000 hours Of content By using our promo code BROKENFREE Right, so, <coughs> the BBG big debate. So, before we get into this week's debates, the results from last week, where we debated the greatest Raw or Smackdown theme tunes. In last place, Know Your Enemy, Nick, 14%. Third, what a joke. Third place, we're all in this together now. Mark, 15%. I came second across the nation, 31%. And the runaway winner, the beautiful people, Oliver. 41%. So congratulations, Oliver. So Thank you. As the winner, you get to pick this week's debate. So what were you debating? Uh, 
who do you think could have or should have been WWE or uh, WCW? No, not WCW. World Champion. Yeah. Uh, not including WCW, and because you guys mentioned it in chat, not including NXT, and it's probably from the period of 91 until 2016, so before the Universal title. Okay, cool. So we get one peach, and we get one minute to argue. So who wants to go first? Well, all of you, uh, you can go first, Chris. Okay. <coughs> Three, two, one, go. So I was torn between Piper, Jake the Snake, and my pick. But I thought Piper and Jake's characters in the 80s were above titles, so they didn't need it. So I've gone for Razor Ramon. So in WWE, Scott Hall was once was known as Razor Ramon. His character was created in the likeness of Tony Montana, which is for my favourite film, Scarface. And Ramon would achieve lots of success in the company, but nothing above the Intercontinental um, Championship level. Um so Ramon was part of the first five-star match in the, t- country, in the company's history in, in the ladder match of WrestleMania 10 with Shawn Michaels. Um, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, three members of the Click all became WWE champion. Why not Scott Hall? Um, if you'd think that Click's influence would just push Hall towards the championship. Plus... Scott Hall had everything that Vince creams over. He's six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds. Time, time. Great luck. Good on the mic. Time, time. Good luck. Okay, you can go next, Nick. Three, two, one, go. So the best angle in the whole of twenty ten was the Nexus. How great was that? Their debut on Raw and everything. Fantastic. Smash the setup. Looked like a real deal. Wade Barrett just won an XT. He was cutting promos left, right, and centre. Brilliant. It was the hottest thing in wrestling at the time, I would say. Um, as I say, he was still on the mic. His in-room work was fine. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. He also had an title opportunity um, to use up. He could obviously, as he won NXT season one. And then WWE, like WWE, John Cena buried them all. Great. So, yeah, Wade Barrett absolutely should have won the WWE Championship back in the year 2010. Um, obviously, he could have really held WWE hostage in a way. They could have made Nexus into this unstoppable force that would eventually get taken down in years and years to come. But it didn't. How great would it have been? It would have been absolutely superb. Wade Barrett is still, he's still great on the mic. And even roll the clock forward, I think it was four years later. Time. I'm afraid I've got some bad Time. news for you. Time. <laughs> Jeez. You've got a minute, lads. <coughs> um, uh, I'll count you in, Oliver. Okay. We're already 10 seconds in. What are you waiting for? Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Off you go. Uh, for me, the only man that could have been WWE or World Heavyweight Champion is uh, the greatest, Paul London. Uh, he's been a tag team champion. He was cruiserweight champion. The fans were forward behind him. He had an in to the main event in 2008 when he could have been part of the Chris Jericho <laughs> versus Shawn Michaels feud. Uh, that could have been used to catapult him to the main event. It wasn't. Uh, you saw what could be done with, with a wrestler with the, uh, the Brian Kendrick and the fact that he won the WWE championship in the scramble in, uh, September. That, kind of could have happened for Paul London as well. Fantastic in-ring ability. You could have had a manager with him, although he's shown his interview chops since. Uh, just one of the greatest uh, wrestlers to, to step foot in a WWE ring and one of the most deserving to be World Heavyweight or WWE Champion. Stop! There you go. Oh, <coughs> so, Wednesday lunchtime, I'll put up a poll on our Twitter, at BBGWPod. And the winner will get to pick next week's debate. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you something. Anyway. Go on, when, when you're ready. It's still recording, so just when, when you're ready. All right, cool. Um, right, idiots. This is Mr. Williams, your Wrestle Island GM, superstar, film star, wrestling star in the UK. Make sure you listen, subscribe, like. Broken but glorious podcasts. Idiots. Get it done now. <laughs> Alright, so we'll finish the show with a quick predictions of Crown Jewel on Thursday. So the first match we'll go for is the Battle Royal. Winner will get to face AJ Styles for the US Championship later in the night. 
doesn't say who's in it. So. <laughs> oh, it'll probably be um, what's the got the bloke who won the battle royal at the last one, uh, Mansoor. Uh, Mansoor's got already got a match against Cesaro later. Mm-hmm. In the ma- he, he was my pick. I said oh, it's going to be um, his, his, his annual win. <laughs> it'll be someone maybe like some high flyer. Um, oh, maybe um, that new guy on Raw, um, Humber. Hum- Humberto. Um, oh yes, that would be great. He had a great I reckon it'll be him. Yeah, we'll go for him. Actually, no, no. I reckon it'll be no. It might even be like because who knows if Saudi shows. They might even just be like a legend. They it gets come winning in face styles. So <laughs> I'll go for Humberto though. Humberto. Humberto. Hello. Um, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. I'm thinking they might give it. Uh, uh, I think it. I think it'll be Humberto, but I'll go with Cedric Alexander because Nick's gone for him. Yeah. Um. Oh, who's I want it to be? I'd love it to be someone like Buddy Murphy, but the characters are too similar. Yeah. That would um, be awesome. I'm gonna go for. Um. Might go to something like Shelton Benjamin. Somebody. No, Andrade. Andrade is in it. I've just got the list up. I'm going to go for Andrade. He's not going to go up against AJ, though, is he based on character? I just want a good match. You think, you think they'll just do a match? See, the, the one you should have gone for, Chris, and he's one of your favourite wrestlers. He's always looking for a fight. Ah, Alistair Black. I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That would okay. be a fantastic yeah. match if it happened. Yes, I'll go for Alistair Black then. You're welcome, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, 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 fucking end. Alright, next is the nine team tag team turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. So you've got um, the New Day, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Lucha Hell's Party, um, Hawkins and Ryder, The Revival, The OC, Sigler and Rude, who I'm sure broke up recently, and the B team. So. BT, BT, <laughs> go, go, go. No, so is this a, not going to pick them, though. So is this a gauntlet, is, I'm guessing, isn't it? It's a, it's a match gauntlet. I don't it's really a gauntlet, know. yeah. yeah. The dark thing is, though, a New Day have um, already got a title opportunity next week on SmackDown. So <laughs> it doesn't really make So if someone like the BT goes on wins, then surely they're going to go, well, shouldn't we become the number one contenders then? <laughs> um they could be the number one tenth after the New Day, couldn't they? I reckon it'll be the New Day. I'm going to go for the Viking Raiders because they haven't lost yet, so I can't see them just randomly losing. Yeah. I'm going to go for the Revival because they're my favourite tag team. The Revival's still the SmackDown champion. Yeah. So they've got both champions in one match. That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if it yeah. comes down to them too as a last they, two. They should have put the NXT champions in the match as well. Just, it's just been a triple threat match between the tag team champions of each show. Oh, that would because be amazing. they've got Mansoor, so you know. <laughs> Alright, so um, then we've got Mansoor versus Cesaro. I'm guessing this is going to be Mansoor's annual win. So. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. Um, Cesaro's going to make him look amazing, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, what well, Cesaro just... does. Well, yeah, Cesaro is the class obviously at the NXT UK, so at least making Cesaro go is all about the. Uh, the hometown pay-per-views just squaring off against local talent sort of thing. <laughs> Alright, um, the next match is um, The Fiend versus Seth Rollins in a match that can't be stopped for any reason, so I don't know how you're going to win. <laughs> oh, this is just, oh. I, I think they mean to that pinfall submission. <laughs> it's the word of it. That's amazing. I know, the word of it, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> So a fourth it count should, anywhere, Matt. It should be Bray Wyatt, but then because they've moved shows, it doesn't make any sense for it to be Bray Wyatt unless no. uh, Rock brings the universe. Well, the universal title somehow goes back onto. No, wait a second. The WWE title somehow goes back on. Somehow goes onto uh, Raw because it it's obviously been a SmackDown title, hasn't it, for the last however long. Um, they'd, they'd have to do that to bring the universe title with Bray Wyatt onto SmackDown. So, um, yeah, I guess Rollins wins it, continues to go down this dark path, and um, with that, you you kind of get the uh, the old Seth Rollins, which I think we're probably enjoying more than the one we've got at the moment. Outside of match quality, he's uh. I don't know. He's he's not that interesting as uh, as a good guy. I don't think. 
No, uh, I've lost so much interest in this feud. Um, they wrecked it. Hell in a Cell was just a complete disaster. Um, so I really lost complete faith, hope, and just complete interest in this whole disaster of a feud. Um, it's going to be Seth winning, but how he wins it, I don't really know, and nor really care at this point. Yeah, same here. He has, he has to win it, but I don't know how he's going to do it. So. Yeah, it's the match I'm least looking forward to, it, and it's a shame because the excitement, the whole buzz um, going into having the sale, and now it, it's just completely wrecked. It's a bit like the uh, so many good angles when they've when they've been wrecked, like Summer of Punk, the Nexus, which I mentioned earlier. It, it's just, it's just, yeah, I can't. I'm not looking forward to it at all. So yeah, it will be Seth. But all right, next is WWE Championship. So Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez. Brock has to win this. He can't have Cain Velasquez win in his first match, can he? Oh, you, you probably would have said that in the UFC fight. Uh, um, I don't follow UFC. Well, yeah, you, I don't think you'd you'd say that Velasquez would have battered Brock Lesnar, but that happened. That's um, the best <laughs> thing that dude, was the way that Mysterio jumped at Lesnar on SmackDown, and like he caught him and no, sorry, yeah, uh, and he caught him and slammed him into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> with an F five. I thought that was tremendous. Um it'd be interesting because isn't Blasquez the one that was in AAA? Yes. And under a mask and stuff and he he performed pretty well, didn't he? So I heard he was re- uh, really good and Yeah, the match quality will be there. It's uh, you know, it, it's whether they wanna take a punt on it really, but if it isn't Velasquez, who's gonna be Brock Lesnar? But the, the likelihood of that kind of, you know, um, t- title change happening is uh, pretty much slim to none. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I don't know if any of you guys saw what happened on Raw, I think it was last week or the week before. His punches on Sharon Jet Benjamin were cringeworthy to watch. Yes. It was so bad. I know wrestling's fake, but this was just something else. This was complete disaster. I mean, it was... Yeah, I mean, it was just painful to watch. Um, but if he levels him, Nick, he's going to... Yeah, I know that, but, like, you'd think he'd just have a bit of, bit of training. I'm just saying it was... No one can... No one, I mean, if anyone's looking at that going, oh, look how brutal this is. Look how... Like, when Brock's doing it, it's class. Yeah. Like, mm. I was watching this, so I couldn't watch because I was so embarrassed to be watching it because it was that <laughs> cringeworthy. So, um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I thought the build on SmackDown was very good because it makes everyone look strong. Brock looks, obviously... Brockett's best. Uh, obviously, it's logical for Ray and um, and Kane's guy at the back looking for Brock, and then obviously they can't help getting jumped. So and so that spot on Ray was brilliant. So, but then going to the match itself, they have kind of booked themselves already into a corner, which is because they've got this unstoppable guy from UFC who's beating Brock. Are they really going to bury him on his debut match? It's um, going to be a schmaz. It's gonna be there. It's gonna be a dodgy end. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But if it leads there's, to there's a rumor that if it leads to Mysterio against Lesnar, I don't care. I really want to see that match. There's a rumor, there's a rumor that um, the New Day are gonna turn heel and cost Lesnar the title. Cost Lesnar what? Oh, I was thinking that could be quite in the back of my mind. I was thinking they could turn heel and then beat the both guys up, including Ray. Yeah, yeah. And he just Dominic, fin- finishes in a no contest. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone loves seeing Dominic again being up, so add him, add him, <laughs> add him just in for good nicks. And um, I think it'd be better if it was a three, because then that, that's a bit more believable than three men tacking four, well, three superstars and a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit more believable than having Kofi and Biggie attacking two unstoppable UFC fighters. That just doesn't really, <laughs> no. that's just not really logical. And even regardless if they've knackered after a match, no matter how many weapons Biggie and Kofi have got, it just doesn't seem logical in the slightest does it but um, no it'd be int- it is going to be a shenanigans finish but yeah we'll see Maybe logic goes out the window when you talk about resting though Nick yeah well that's a good point and especially in Saudi anything can happen can't it cool and then we've got um, Braun Strowman versus the person they've apparently paid 15 million dollars to to be in this match um, Tyson Fury see this this has got to be another schmaz as well hasn't it Honestly, yeah, there's no way, no way, Strowman can lose this match, and there's no way an undefeated boxing champion is going to want to lose in a wrestling match. So, 
I don't know how they're going to do it. But, I think um, they're just going to go yeah, outside no. and start beating each other up and get um, double count outs or something. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Two no contests in this uh, pay-per-view. Um, I hope <laughs> everyone enjoys it. I'm looking to this one. I'm looking forward to this one more. I think I, I was looking more, more excited when it first happened. The um, um, on SmackDown and on Raw, I was really looking forward to it. I love Fury. Um, I'm a beat, I, I do like my boxing. Tyson Fury is probably my favourite. I prefer him to Joshua. Um, I, I've, I've really liked his merch as well. He's kind of, he looks like the part, doesn't he? He actually does look like it. He's made for the business. Um, a bit annoying he hasn't had a bit of few crowd react, a bit of crowd reactions, but I guess he's obviously. If he was American, he probably was got. He would have got better reactions, I guess. Um, I'm a big Fury fan. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. his promos. I don't think they've been as good. I was hoping his promos were better because he's actually very good at the talking part. Of, I don't know how well you guys watch, how much boxing you guys watch, but he's um, he is very good at his um, he is very good at his promos. They can be a bit brutal at times as well. So that's a bit disappointing to me. When the WWE told him to under no circumstances to go. <laughs> <laughs> to obviously go uh, to act like Tyson Fury but um, no I mean um, it'll be interesting to see how it is uh, I've quite like the um, the kind of jokey parts of this as well like Strowman attacking him at the training centre I thought was yeah. quite funny um, and then I think he was on Good Morning Britain it was quite funny when he was just sort of saying I was just minding my own business and I got attacked <laughs> um, who are you kidding <laughs> but, but if uh, WB are paying him 15 million dollars to, to be well, to go and uh, fight or wrestle uh, Brian Strowman and they don't want the real Tyson Fury. What the pain well, that's for. it. That's probably they probably said said yeah. If you um, go off or go off on your uh, on your promos, then you can forget this money. Um, yeah, don't don't, don't stay to saying anything that's racist or bigoted. You can say what you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think, um, but I think. Um, I think I, I think they've kind of I think they're a bit more safe on this one because I think they can go through few two. I think you've kind of answered it yourself there, Oliver. I think if Strowman does lose, then Strowman goes the guys up against an unstoppable boxing force. Give Strowman a couple of big competitors in the next coming months, and he, his pride is restored. I think if he goes and beats I don't know like some big men on SmackDown, you've got Harper on SmackDown, haven't you? Just his superstars like that. Then if Fury goes and loses. Then you could do and just turn around going, Look, I was up against one of the best superstars in WWE. It's not my industry, it's my first ever match. I was beaten by the better man of the day, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. So I think this one they're in a bit more of a safe backing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. As opposed get to, to get him to throw some shots at Strowman, pick him up, power slam him, one, two, three. Well, yeah, if, that, if he does actually just chin him, then then it's, it's almost like, yeah, it's kind of out of the. Um, if Strowman loses this match, I can understand why he wanted to quit the company not so long ago. I say, I think it'll just be a double count out. They just brawl to the outside and just. It, yeah, it, it's going to be a schmaz if not a Strowman win. In all honesty. Okay, then we're at the main event, I'm guessing is Team Hogan versus Team Flair. So you got Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet. I'm not calling him Shorty G. Chad Gable and Ali G, and Ali, and they've got. I called him Ali G. <laughs> no, I think oh, or- Orton, Corbin, Lashley, Nakamura, and McIntyre. So, I'll just quickly say you want to win this. And... Is it an elimination match or just. It just says a 10 man tag. I assume it's not elimination. Tag, okay. Um, yeah. Uh... I'm guessing just. It'll a... be Team Hogan. Team, team Hogan, Hogan to get the faces. Yeah, see, Team Hogan and Ali would be a good way to win this, I think. Much like from SmackDown, which Nick was referring to earlier, so I'm guessing he's watched. Uh, when Roman Reigns tagged in Ali and he got the pin full in the six-man tag. So, um, yeah, Hogan, Ali, you know, that's that's the way this one ends. And then... Then maybe the rematch of a five-on-five elimination at Survivor Series. So, do you want to do your books before we go? I've done a British wrestling book uh, that covers the period of 2001 to 2007. That's called A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling. I've done a WWE book, which is based on the 2016 year 
which covers uh, Raw and SmackDown live pay-per-views, NXT takeovers. The WWE book is called A Fan's Perspective 2016, What Year to Be a Fan of WWE. I've done a book on WrestleMania 24 that's called Fan's Perspective How My Lifelong Dream Became a Nightmare. These books are all available for half the Amazon price on my fansperspective.bigcartel.com. Uh, they're all available on your local Amazon uh, in paperback. And um, if you have a Kindle, you can get them instantaneously on Kindle. And if you have Kindle Limited, you can you can get them instantaneously again. And I get paid per page as you read in the first scene. Great stuff. So um, long-term listeners will know that I'm an election officer by trade, and the government today has decided in their glorious wisdom to have the general election. Um, so that means 12-hour days, six days a week for me for the next five weeks. So this will be my last week. My last show till December. So um, we hope to still bring you shows every week, and the schedule won't be disrupted that much. But we might have shows might be a day late, maybe sometimes. So if you enjoy our show, um, follow us on Twitter. It's at BBGW Pod. You can follow our hub, BBGW Wrestling. No, G- BBG Wrestling, and uh, check out our website, BBG Wrestling.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone.